Hello friends, today we begin a new chapter in the book of Proverbs, chapter 29. We're going to begin with the first four verses. Here's what it says. He who is often reproved, yet stiffens his neck, will suddenly be broken beyond healing. When the righteous increase, the people rejoice, but when the wicked rule, the people groan. He who loves wisdom makes his father glad, but a companion of prostitutes squanders his wealth. By justice a king builds up the land, but he who exacts gifts tears it down. All right, well today it seems to me that Solomon is taking a look at some of the um, commonalities, some of the parallels between a wicked person individually and a wicked nation. And first, I would like for us to consider the individual that is wicked, the individual that is prideful. Uh, that's what the metaphor of having a stiff neck indicates. He is set in looking at life the way he wants to, in the direction, from the angle he wants, in his heart. And, and he will not turn his head towards the truth. And you know, when you stiffen your neck or, or any joint, in your body and you hold it tight as heavy stress is placed against it, there's a possibility of injury, right? I mean, we see this in football and in all kinds of sports on a regular basis, don't we? And the thing is, truth will not back down. It does not move. It presses hard against every lie and every worldly promise of satisfaction. It says that these are all lies. And it eventually breaks every person who holds a stiff neck because truth always perseveres and truth is always proved right. That's why it's called truth. We see it as individuals here on earth in the course of our life as we follow false pursuits. And sometimes it breaks us. And if we keep a stiff neck throughout our life, um, and we do not turn, we will see it on Judgment Day and on into eternity. So, just as wickedness brings like pain and brokenness to individuals, it also breaks nations. We see it over and over throughout the recorded history in the Bible with nations like Egypt and, uh, and so many of the evil nations that the children of Israel encountered after they left Egypt um, in their wilderness travels. And not only them, but also all along the way, Israel, didn't they also experience much neck trouble when they stiffened their neck to the ways of God? I mean, even today, students of modern history look back and see these same uh, consistencies among nations who have turned away from God and embraced self-serving ways. And Solomon says how when the wicked are calling the shots for a whole nation, it will cause the people to groan. So, and you know what? Real bodily neck trouble can cause a person to really groan. Am I saying truth? If you're like me, you know the answer to that. I've had lots of neck problems in my life, first as a young boy and then again and again throughout my life. Some of you may know how hard it is to find the right spot to hold your head when you're having neck trouble. 
and you have to wear a brace, especially when you lay down and you can hardly drive because you have to move your whole body to look right or left. And so just as it is with an individual, a nation's neck begins to stiffen and allegorically, it's a sign that lots of groaning is in their future. In closing, let's take a look at what Solomon goes on to say about an individual and nations, both, in regards to those without a stiff neck to God. Verse 3 and 4 is parts of both of those verses. He who loves wisdom makes his father glad. In verse 4, by justice a king builds up the land. So, then there are some who have a neck that's not fixed in cement to their own way. Instead, they hear God's word, they turn away from wickedness, and they trust God. And turning from sin, that's called repentance. And trusting God, that's called faith. It's pretty cool, right? Even in Solomon's day, we can see how wickedness and trusting in self, it would bring brokenness. And Solomon calls it brokenness beyond healing. And even then, looking away from the promises of sin and towards God with faith would bring salvation. And we see the gospel played out in the Old Testament over and over and over. It all points to Jesus. As for the individual, Solomon says how if his son loves this kind of wisdom, it makes his father or himself glad. And receiving the gospel, of course, um, makes our Father in heaven glad as well. And then finally, as for a nation that trusts God, who does not have a stiff neck, but turns away from sinfulness and wickedness towards truth, um, they give truth its place of honor and, and therefore also justice. Solomon says how this does not break the nation um, beyond healing like sin does, but rather it builds up the land. Father God, thank you today for your word. And uh, as we've looked at how having a stiff neck towards you in our pride, seeking our own way, not turning to your son, will bring brokenness beyond healing, Father. And we're thankful, Lord, how you sent your only begotten Son, his body to be broken on the cross in our place so that we might have healing, not only physical healing in resurrection, uh, no longer subject to the entropy related to sin, but also spiritual healing and fellowship with God because Jesus went to the cross and he died a wicked sinner's death, our death, and he rose from the grave uh, to raise us up and to give us resurrection power to overcome sin even as we walk in this life, Lord. Thank you for this great gift uh, given to all who, through faith, delight in Jesus. Help us, Lord, today to look to you and walk in your truth and your joy and to share your joy with others. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.